Hello and welcome back to the Weird and Proud Podcast. Izzy Girl Sam Ram. And this is how my this is how my life's going right now. This is just like the epitome of my life. I just recorded like it was at least 45 minutes. 45 minutes of me like basically like venting my heart out about my mental health journey. And I went to save it, and my computer crashed. Yeah, and I fucking lost it. And I want to throw my fucking computer. But, you know, it, maybe it just it wasn't meant to be. Plus, it was a little scattered, you know? I'm like, I don't know if anyone could have, like, followed that. So this is going to be a more organized attempt at me trying to talk about my mental health while also being severely anxious and now I want to fucking kill my computer anyways hi how are you that's how I feel it's literally that's my brain this is my brain right now that's what's going on (laughs) oh my god hi people okay anyways I was gonna do an entire solo episode on my mental health isn't that fun don't you don't you care please care no um I wanted to dive a little deeper because I talked a little bit about this in the last on the last episode the last episode I was talking about my neurofeedback you know because when you're that anxious you literally will spend thousands of dollars to do anything you can to help it and um Here's the thing, like, I do get nervous, like, sharing a lot about it because I do know, like, I feel super, super grateful to be able to do it because I do know it's, it is really expensive. Like, honestly, like, I could be spending thousands of dollars, like, and it's thousands of dollars, um, you know, like, kind of just, like, trusting this new age technology. So, you know, I'm kind of like a, in a sense, a guinea pig, but when it comes to like my anxiety, like, you know, when you like have like my dad, for example, has a bad back and he's like, I will spend any amount of money. He's doing like stem cell therapy, all these sort of massages. He's like, I will spend anything to not like have this pain in my back. And I'm like, I feel the same about my anxiety. Like if I can sleep normally like a normal human, go to bed at a normal time, like not take five hours to fall asleep or not take like 40 milligrams of melatonin, like two joints and like literally like a jar of CBD to go to bed at night, like literally a horse tranquilizer at this freaking point to go to bed at night. Um, like, you know, I would love to sleep like a normal person would love to just like have a brain that isn't like going to the worst possible situation and be able to just be a little bit calmer you know I think like that was always the question it's like what would you want to attain like what would be your ideal you know situation with your anxiety and it's like well to some degree my anxiety too is part of me in a sense right it's like it's who I am it's part of my personality you know there's part where I like don't want to lose all of it because it is what's made me a hard worker it's made me driven you know it's like it's always made me want to try you know do the next thing and like 
you know, I don't know. It's like there is a part of me that like identifies as an anxious person, weirdly enough. So it's like, oh, what would I be without my anxiety in a sense, you know? Um, so I just I would but I would love to just be able to be a little bit calmer. Also, of course, I've shared multiple. I know I've like traumatized so many people with my nails, but like I don't know what to tell you. Um, I horribly bite my nails like they I don't even I wouldn't even call them nails anymore they're like a little stub um it's pretty brutal they are like literally horrible and I pick my eyelashes pick my hair I would love to just like not have the feeling to like need to do that all the time and just be like so high strung you know I just love to take it down like 10 percent 15 percent you know like I feel like that would just really help and I have done, I know, of course, like, as soon as you start talking about your mental health, everyone's like, oh, try this, try this, try this. I do CBD. I take, like, a 1,000 milligrams a night. I do magnesium. I do meditate. I do work out. And I do, believe it or not, I know a lot of people are skeptical, but I do try and eat healthy 80% of the time. Am I perfect? No. Of course, my sandwiches, my sandwich Saturdays. Yes, not the ideal picture of health, but obviously I'm like, I don't even have to get into this, but you know, like I'm not eating the whole thing. It's fine to have carbs. It's fine to like have these cheat meals, by the way. I feel like people get so like butthurt when they see this stuff and it's like, oh my God, you know, fatty, you fat whale, Americans, fat asses. Yeah. Like, is it obscene? Of Yes. Like some of the, like the bagel, like the 25 pound bagel. Is that a little crazy? Yeah. Am I having that every day? No. You know, it's like, so anyways, but I am pretty healthy. I swear to God. Normally during the week, I really am healthy. And, um, you know, like I try and do all of these things. I've done Reiki before. I've done energy healing. Um, obviously I do a lot of talk therapy. I'm also on medication. Give it up for medication. <laughs> yeah. Can I hear a little commotion for the antidepressants? Yeah. That's. <laughs> and I would love to one day not have to be on a daily medication for my mental health. You know, like there is that. Like that not like guilt or shame, but it's just like, you know, like having to take something every day, like for your brain to like somewhat like operate on a normal level on like somewhat of a normal level without you like wanting to like unalive yourself you know so I would love to just like I always like think about like if I was in Lost or like you know when I watch these movies I'm like oh my god like what would happen like you know if, if I all of a sudden just like couldn't take this medication like would I literally go insane um yeah so I would just love to wean off it I've been on medication since I was 15 by the way and I'm on Citalopram yes I've pretty much tried every SSRI in the biz and all like the sleeping medications done them all hated anything that like really was meant for like helping sleep because I just hate the feeling the next morning it's the worst and if you have had to take it like you know it's the worst and SSRIs are just I mean it's helped me to function and not be again like completely out of my mind so I've been on them and I've been scared to go off. I'm like, it is really scary. You hear horror stories. And especially now that like I've been on this medication since I was 15. So like 
17 years of this, more than half my life I've been on this. So like the idea of having to go off that is terrifying. And part of this process with the neurofeedback and, you know, kind of really looking my, at my brain as a whole um, is really interesting. And they're also helping me to wean off of it. And there were, you know, part of the discussion that I have with this doctor who does this brain mapping procedure and treatment, not even procedure, it's more of just like a treatment because it's not really, it's not invasive in any way. Um, but it's also looking at that. So he's helping me wean off it because he's like, it could also in some ways, yes, it could be helping, but it could also be hurting you in other ways. Um, it could be causing some restlessness. It could weirdly like also be causing some anxiety, um, especially when you've been on it for so long. So, and at the high dose that I'm on, like I'm on 40 milligrams, which is pretty much the highest dose that you can be on without causing blood clots. So, yeah, like literally not good. Um, so I would love to just like not be on that high of a dose. You know what I mean? Um, and to like also if you've suffered with anxiety, like, you know, it's I mean, it's rough. You know, it's not fun. You'll kind of do anything to like help not have that anxious feeling. Which, you know, has caused all kinds of issues in my life and why I also, like, love to drink, love to smoke weed because it, again, helps calm me. It, like, you know, calms that crazy, you know, I'm really, I love my downers, you know, like, I've never been, never really did or had a need to, like, want to do coke or, like, any of those drugs that are, like, bring you more energy because it's, like, my brain's already going, like, a million miles a minute. Like, I don't need anything else to, like increase that you know what I mean same with like caffeine like I really also need to look at my caffeine because that even though I fucking love my coffee it's what's like terrifying to think of is turning that down a little bit so it's just really interesting so basically and I did look up like just to like make this a more intellectual conversation so not like you know the things in your brain and the um I looked up and like I he actually like gives you this full report so I could kind of like read parts of the report to you guys. I hope that this is like somewhat in interest to people. I know that some people were interested. I'm sorry if you were like waiting for like me to talk about like like fingering buttholes and pegging, but we'll get to that next week. Um, okay, so so again, this like brain mapping, it basically is like looking and reading all of these different types of brain waves in the brain and all of the different quadrants in your brain. And I was talking about this last week too, but you basically go in like the first session is going in and sitting in this meditative state in this chair. You put this basically cap, like it looks kind of crazy, but you put this cap on that has 19 electrodes that are then measuring all of these wavelengths in the different parts of your brain. And obviously there are different parts where there should be some brain waves and there should be others and there's a certain like normal kind of human level that they have calculated that they kind of measure your brain waves, brain waves against. Um, so you sit in there for 20 minutes, eyes closed, and you're just, they put on this music in the background and you're basically, again, just like supposed to be in a meditative state, think about nothing, you know, and just... Um, like basically, you know, again, like almost kind of like you're meditating, literally. 
Um, and then afterwards, you know, this guy who's he's a psychotherapist and he's also certified in this training. Uh, you know, it's like it's technically it's like called a QEEG. So he's a board certified in this QEEG. He's one of like the only diplomats and he's a one of the seniors in neurofeedback um, for this board, BCIA. And the place, again, I'm going to, it's called Gray Matters. But if you look up, like, if you can go, you know, depending on where you are, if you just Google neurofeedback, because basically in order to do the neurofeedback, you need the brain mapping. Like, you need to know where the different wavelengths are too high or too low. And so my results, (laughs) obviously, I was talking about this too, of course, like, shocker, I have extreme levels of anxiety, wow big big shock and that also like I have these symptoms that are kind of similar to like you know you have effects of OCD you have symptoms of OCD um not like he uses the word manic (laughs) which I'm like no um but so like you can get this like manic anxiety where it's almost just like these panic attacks like anxiety attacks where you can just like almost like you're yeah like a panic attack basically so that's what he found and like the kind of more clinical terms so basically found that I have an increase of beta waves right so there's beta waves there's alpha waves delta and all of these different waves, again, depending on where they are in the brain, but beta waves are normally like that excitement brain wave, like when you are on high alert, when you're like playing a game or you're really, really focused or super engaged in something, you know, there's certain parts of your brain that should have these beta waves when you're doing certain activities, again, that ha- cause you to kind of be in like a little bit of a fight or flight kind of situation. And then the beta waves are like a little more of like, or I'm sorry, the alpha waves are more like a little bit slower. They're more for like um, relaxing. It's like when you're watching TV, you're kind of like winding down for bed. And then delta is like really low, like you're in a deep, deep sleep. So, and again, there's like different parts of your brain that should have different wavelengths, um, obviously depending on what activity you're doing, but in a meditative state, I still had this really, really high level of these beta brainwaves that a normal, like, person who doesn't have anxiety wouldn't have. So, then what happens, now based on that, and I was talking about this too, which I think is also really interesting, and obviously all of these different types of brainwaves that they're measuring, like, it can show a lot of different things with the brain. Like, it can show where, you know, people with ADHD or ADD would have certain high brain um, brain waves of beta and other certain parts of the brain or sl- really, really these lower brain waves in other parts of the brain or maybe they're just l- really, really low. Um, people with brain injuries or trauma to the brain, they have a lot of people with concussions. And again, they normally will have these really, really low levels of beta. So, you know, obviously being at high or low can kind of almost diagnose these different things going on within the brain so it's just really really interesting I don't know I just find it fascinating that we can even do this and like kind of again take a deeper dive and see like really what is going on with the brain because a lot of when you're talking about mental health like if you go to a doctor 
Like it's like, you know, again, they're not really measuring anything when you're going on these types of medications. It's more just like how you feel. So the idea that they can now measure it, you know, by looking at the brain waves is just kind of crazy and really give this like really detailed map of your brain. Um, so when I like honestly would have thought that I had some sort of ADHD because I do feel like I have some symptoms of ADHD. I feel like I can get super like, you know, I have trouble focusing. Obviously, you know, with ADHD, I know a lot of people like get overwhelmed and will, you know, like have issues, you know, of course with learning and not being able to focus on one thing, feeling like, you know, like you have so much going on that you can't focus on one task, feel like you're zoning out. Like, you know, like sometimes symptoms like that, it's like, well, is it ADHD or what's come to find out? Like, it's just, I have actually no signs of ADHD. It's more just my high levels of anxiety that are causing me to have symptoms of ADHD. You know, it's, I'm so anxious that I can't focus. It's not the ADHD or me having, you know, a issues with paying attention it's more just my anxiety that's causing that so you know it's why sometimes it can lead to a lot of these medical diagnoses that aren't you know like it's you can you know again if you're just saying I feel like I can't focus I feel like I'm having trouble learning and you know I can't pay attention maybe you'll get on an ADHD medication but it's really for anxiety and like you know this doctor was like listen if you ever like which I have I've definitely done Adderall before I've definitely tried it and it makes sense why I want to like go through a wall because it's just even making those beta waves even more higher than they already are. And it makes me like out of my mind. So it just is like, OK, this makes sense. You know, um, it's just all it you know, it's kind of just like kind of reaffirms things for you. And also, you know, it is it was interesting to see if I had any of this, you know, symptoms of ADHD. It's interesting to be able to see it like you know an actual like almost like heat map of your brain and be like oh this yes (laughs) you know when you see it out like this it's like holy shit like that is just crazy so now that they have this map of my brain and they so there's basically this guy who's you know the certified neurofeedback guy and there's also a um, therapist that's in the room too and She's in on this whole discussion. She's in on the brain mapping. She's helping with the next steps, which is like going through with the treatment and doing the neurofeedback. So it's basically me and just those, you know, two of them going through all of this. And then so at the end of this, we're going over the results and then they determine the treatment, which is the neurofeedback sessions. And this is where, too, like, you know, again, like, I don't know if I ever would have been able to do this when I've had, like, a nine-to-five job because you have to go now three days a week. So I'm supposed to do 40 of these neurofeedback sessions three times a week. So I go Monday, Wednesday, Friday for 30 to 40 minutes. So, like, that's a big time commitment, you know? Like, if I, you know, again, if I had a normal job, there's no way, you know, and they're open, it's like, they're open, like, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So it's, like right during working hours they're open a little bit on Saturdays but again you're supposed to go three days a week so it's definitely a time commitment but basically they put together this plan and here's where like I feel like this is so interesting so the neurofeedback so I've done six of these so far so what you basically do you go and you pick out a movie they have like hundreds of movies to choose from all these different DVDs so you pick out a movie 
and it's not supposed to be something that you're like gonna be super stressed out about like you wanted something that's like you know lighthearted. like sort of like lighthearted movies um like I watched this is 40 you know like they have like those type of like funny movies nothing that's gonna be like too much of a thriller or like get you too stressed out and you basically go they have like these little it's like baby mini movie theaters so each one of these rooms it's like set up like a movie theater you have these big chairs and big movie screen it's dark and you put this cap back on and then what this is so here like this is what i'll read so basically they develop a plan in which the individual's brain waves are actually displayed back to them on a screen to alter and modify their brain patterns back to a healthier pattern so what happens is so you pick a movie you're watching it they have the like there's basically a guy watching my brainwaves like and there's literally a man in another room you know like who's has the map watching the brainwaves live on the screen and what they do is anytime my brain you know now they you know have calculated this device that anytime my brain shows this increased level in beta waves at the wrong time the lights go down like the light in the movie goes down like it dims so it's like really dark and the sound goes down so it's like super low so it's basically trying to retrain my brain to like not have these beta waves and almost like a reward system as soon as my beta waves go down the brightness on the screen comes back up it's like easy to hear again like the volume is back up so like this is like the definition like it says when patients have a visual representation of their brain waves they can then effectively control and train their own brain waves in order to achieve more optimal patterns of functioning and alleviate their their symptoms so literally it's wild so like yeah so it's basically just going in to watch movies and it's it's like of course like also kind of frustrating because like it's almost like you're trying to watch a movie when you have like a bad connection you know because it goes in and out the lighting goes in and out the sound goes up and down so it's like you know every probably like five to ten seconds the movie will dim it's like just when you're trying to like focus or like you know and you can kind of feel like if your brain's busy or like thinking about something else or not focusing on this or you know getting too heightened or increased you know it dims the sound dims the lights and it's really wild so you're like kind of watching your brain in real time and like almost like kind of retraining your brain so again I'm just did number six so I've been doing it for like two weeks a little over two weeks and yeah so like I probably won't have finished all 40 sessions until I mean it'll be like at least a month or you know or, I mean two months at least so I'll definitely like come, you know, report back, you know, for sure and let you guys know even like halfway. I mean, they say after 10 sessions, you should be able to like start to feel a difference. You know, you should be able to start feeling a little bit less anxious. And then by 40, not that again, you should be fully healed, but you will just notice a definite decrease in anxiety. So kind of interesting right it's like you know hey if it works if it helps that's what I'm like saying if it gives 10% of a difference then like I'm thrilled and also I am trying officially like so this is a big part of it too is they have like weekly check-ins and anytime you go in you do get to check in with them and they are helping me wean down so 
it's a super, super slow weaning down of the medication that I'm on, but we're trying like a really, really slow, like basically, so I'm on 40, I do like 40, 40, 30, 40, 40, 30, 40, 40, 30 for two weeks. And then it's 40, 30, 40, 30, 40, 30 for two weeks. And then we do like 30, 30, 40, you know, it's like, suit like months and months of slowing down so it gives your brain time to balance out so like you basically like don't get super depressed because you know of course these SSRIs are helping increase these so as soon as it starts to go down you just don't want to obviously feel it so so they're kind of helping and monitoring and they'll be able to monitor my brain waves as it happens too so they can kind of like see if they notice a huge difference too as I'm like kind of weaning down and doing the neurofeedback at the same time so it's interesting and the other thing is they have this at home device so even on the days that I'm not physically going in and doing these sessions so the other you know four days of the week I have this at home meditation device so for 15 minutes a day I have this device that it literally looks like a like a like I should be in like Star Wars, like this visor headband that I wear. And it has little electrodes on it that measure my brain. And then it even has one like I have to put like one on the back of my head. And it's an app on my phone that's specifically mapped for my brain. It's fucking wild. And I basically do this meditation video technically it's not a video you don't watch it obviously because your eyes are closed but it's sounds and it's very similar type of thing except it's just obviously the sound so I'm meditating and anytime I get this increase in beta waves or anytime like I get these anxious thoughts the sound like goes down on my phone so like I'll be playing like this you know this meditation music and it measures any time that my brain has a deep you know has an increase in these beta waves the sound will go low so it's also doing this retraining at home too with meditation which also like helps speed up and like optimize you know heighten the uh the effects so it's very interesting so I am like doing that on the off days that I don't go in I mean technically you can do it every day you can do as much as you want it's basically you're just meditating Um, but it's cool. So like you get like this report after you're meditating and it like shows like if like how long you're in a meditative state for like, and it shows your progress. Like, and I have gotten better. Like every time that I do it, I get a little bit better, which is like really cool. Like you can notice the like beta waves slowly decreasing in the time that I have these high lengths of beta waves decrease. So it's just cool. It's cool to see it because like, you know, when you're meditating, I feel like that's the one thing It's like you don't really get to get instant gratification from it where, you know, now it feels like you get like this report afterwards, you know, it's just like, oh, cool. So I actually am, feel like I am doing something good for my brain, you know, because sometimes you're just like, why the fuck am I doing this meditation? <laughs> um. So anyway, so yeah, so that's um that's been kind of my journey with it. I'm excited to share more with you guys as it goes along, I mean, I, I hope it worked. You know, I've obviously I've heard mixed feedback and I'm grateful that I'm even able to do it. I feel weird sometimes even talking about it just because I know that I am super lucky that I'm even able to do it. And then, you know, I've talked about this before, too, but I get nervous when 
I'm talking about this type of stuff because I know it's not my normal content, right? I know it's not like I get time and time again that, hey, I love coming to your page because I get to laugh or, you know, I get some giggles or like I always get some weird stuff. And then when it's me talking about my mental health or talking about my anxiety, it's like that's, you know, I feel like some people obviously don't really that's normally not what they come to me for and it might turn some people off I know it's not my normal stuff or you know I know it can be triggering like even to talk about anxiety I know it can be triggering for people who do suffer with it too um so I'm just glad if you've listened this far I'm so appreciative that you are listening and at the end of the day I hope it helps because I hope this maybe is even if you're you know not able to do neurofeedback like maybe it just makes you know or helps you feel more comfortable talking about it or even looking into doing some different things to help like there's so many different things I think that's what's so cool now too is there are so many different new ways to help like heal your brain like I you know again I've talked about like I have tried transcendental meditation. I've done some energy healing, meditation, you know, all types of different type. You know, there's all forms of meditation. Maybe you're just finding one that's right for you, more guided. Maybe you like doing breath work. That's been fun to kind of play with that. Um, tapping, that's something that like I've been kind of playing around with and getting interested in. Um, Talk therapy, of course, like I talked about that. EMDR is something which I've been interested in exploring. Um, It's scary, but I'm interested in exploring. Also heard a lot of mixed reviews on. But definitely, like, do your own research, you know? Like, see what speaks to you. Um, See what feels right with you. If there's something that, you know, is interest of you. Like, it can't hurt to do research. Also, checking to and seeing what your health insurance covers. Some insurances, obviously, are a lot better than others I have like being now (laughs) self-employed um I have like the worst state insurance of all time so it covers nothing so it really you know it can depend on what your health insurance covers so I would just you know do research into that and always like I have said and I try to get back to as many people as possible but my dms are always open so if anyone has specific questions about this type of stuff or any other of the modalities that I've tried. Um, you know, like I am always happy to speak on this again, if it helps one person, like, and if something, you know, didn't change my life, like transcendental meditation for one, like I know has changed a ton of people's lives. I know some people swear on it and literally live by it. So maybe that works for you. You know, maybe Reiki is something that you're really interested in, or even like, you know, trying CBD or whatever it is, um, always, you know, look into things and try it for yourself for sure. Um, and I'm just grateful you guys are here and I'm just, I love every single one of you and I know it's a tough time right now. Like that's why I specifically wanted to talk about it because I have been feeling a lot of anxiety recently, been going through some, you know, personal things that have just been causing a lot of anxiety and also just the state of the world on top of everything I feel like you know everyone's feeling anxious so it's not something we should be scared to talk about and should you know if you need help reach out you know like don't be ashamed um to reach out and ask for help when you need it so with that being said 
I love you weirdos. And we will get back to our very weird shit next week, I promise. Um, and let me know. Like, I would love your feedback, honestly. Again, that being the same with my DMs. Like, if you, if there are different segments of the podcast, like, obviously, we're trying out a bunch of different things. If there are certain topics you like more, you don't like, or you wish there was less of, you wish there was more of, do you like the interviews? Are there other people you wish I'd interview or other types of things you wish I'd look into to interview about? Um, do you like the secrets? Do you like the paranormal stuff? Um, you know, obviously people, I know people love the James, you know, could I, could we do more stuff with him? Is there more you guys want to see with that or hear about that? Let me know, you know, I love getting feedback about this because at the end of the day, you know, I want this to be successful. I love being able to have this where I can kind of like get more personal with you guys because obviously social media only shows so much. There's only so much that you can do and post on social media. So I like being able to have this podcast where I can really kind of like speak from the heart in a way and kind of speak directly to you guys. Um, in a longer format and kind of go more into detail about some of this stuff. So I'm grateful that I have this platform and that you guys are listening. So thank you. And again, back to the weird shit next week. So with that being said, James not here to yell speak pipe at you, but speakpipe.com slash weird and proud pod. If you have anything weird for us or, you know, again, if you feel comfortable recording, we always listen to all the voice notes. So if you want to give some feedback on the pod feel free to leave us a voice note voice note on there or our email weird and proud pod at gmail.com or again I unfortunately you know go through most of my dms whether that's good for my mental health or not so feel free to dm anytime but I love you weirdos so much and I will see you next week bye weirdos